Oh, hey, 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 how's it going? Don't know if you can tell right now, I'm a little nasally, so I apologize. I will also probably cough at some point during this. Oh, my allergies have flared up in the biggest way. And, you know, today is actually, I'm, I'm coming back from it. Today has actually been my best day so far. Um, you know, I'm getting, I'm uh, getting over it. So it's not so bad. Oh, gosh. Hate allergies, though, man. That sucks. Seasonal allergies are just no good. Um, I uh, wish that I could be better about that. But, dude, it's like, man, every time I'm good for basically two times a year, you could pretty much guarantee that I'm going to have a problem. Uh, spring and then late fall, like almost winter time. Like I'm talking like Thanksgiving is when it really like kicks in for me, you know? Um, and it's like, you know, uh, severe sinus congestion, uh, you know, uh, super phlegmy cough, you know, breaking shit up and, uh, nosebleeds, crazy amounts of nosebleeds. Uh, and actually, I've been very fortunate. This, I don't know what you want to call it, an outbreak or something like that. You know, this uh, flare up, whatever for me this time around has actually not been too bad. Um, it, you know, uh, I've only had one nosebleed this time around. And usually I'm good for multiple a day, like two a day guaranteed. If I have one, it's been a great day. If I have none, it's because it's either too early, you know, to consider myself to have allergies or it, I'm over it already. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of where we're at right now. But, you know, hey, whatever. Basketball, though, man, let me tell you. So I was kind of I was kind of shook up a little bit at first. I'm not going to lie to you. You know, Tuesday when uh, the Heat beat the uh, beat the Celtics, you know, Jimmy Butler went off. Um, I was very surprised. I was like, oh, shit, maybe the Heat are going to really make a series out of this because playoff Jimmy Butler is a different dude, and he's really turning it up. Playoff Jimmy Butler is like is what playoff Paul George wishes he was. I guess what everybody says, right? Playoff Paul, that's like what he goes by, playoff PG. You know, uh, and then, you know, he like he didn't show up last year or, or whenever that was in the bubble or last year, whenever. Yeah, no, Jimmy Butler's that dude in the playoffs. So I was a little shook up. I was like, oh, my God, dude, I'm going to call this one wrong, too. But then the Celtics come back last night, game two in Miami and blow the heat out. One by almost 30 points, I think. Um, I mean, crazy. And then um, what was the other thing, too? I mean, now I'm thinking about it like like they got to go back to Boston. So you get blown out at home like that. Now the Heat have to travel to Boston and play two games up there before they come back to Miami. I mean, I'm thinking I don't think I'll be very surprised if the Heat get a win. I think it'll take somebody getting hurt on the Boston uh, Celtics team for them to be able to get a win in Boston. I just don't see it happening for them. So that's kind of the way I look at it. I see them going up there. Boston gets three in a row off of them from the win of Miami and two in Boston. They go back to Miami for game five. 
it wouldn't surprise me if Miami wins just for the sake of them not losing in front of their hometown. But honestly, I could I think that Boston takes either five or six. Either way. I think the series is over in six just because I don't see Miami winning one on the road. I don't don't feel like that's gonna happen. Could be wrong. I didn't think that they would I didn't think Boston would lose game one. I figured the Celtics would would um figured the Celtics would really show out, but you know, Jimmy Butler is fucking Jimmy Butler, dude. What are you gonna do? Um you know, and then the Warriors, of course, doing what they do. I knew that they would beat the Mavs because the Mavs just don't have enough firepower to be able to go against them. Because at the end of the day, it, even if you're like defensively a better team, you still got to be able to outshoot them. You know what I'm saying? Even if you are defensively a better team than uh, the Warriors, which the Mavs very well could be, they might be able to guard a little bit better uh, and get rebounds, you know? you still have to be able to outshoot them. You got to be able to outscore them. And when you've got Steph Curry and Klay Thompson on the same team, starting at the same time, there's not, there's too much floor to cover to be able to guard them. You know, because you got to double team Steph Curry, right? Especially because you don't want him to get hot. He's lethal enough when he's not hitting. He's, you know, because... If he has a bad shooting night, and a bad shooting night for him means like, oh, I only dropped 20 points tonight, you know, which is a great game for other people. You know, if he has a bad shooting night, he's still a good passer. He's still a good ball handler. He could still run the floor. You know, he is a point guard after all. So it, that, it doesn't mean that it's over just, just because, you know. Um, so it's – like it, it's still you got to double team him really no matter what. And then what are you going to do? Are you going to double team Clay Thompson? So you're going to double. You're going to put four guys, four of your guys, on two of the other team's best players, and you're going to leave one for the other three. That that doesn't make sense. You're not going to do that. That's a waste of a game plan right there. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I mean, there's just there's no way that they would be able to defend well enough to limit what Golden State is capable of. So maybe maybe Golden State gives up one game when they go to Dallas. Maybe they do. I, I, I don't see it happening, but maybe they do. But, like, Luka would just have to go, like, he would have to go, like, Hallelujah, God mode, and drop, like, 50, I think. I mean, it would have to just be, like, a triple-double. It would have to be like a fifty-point triple-double, like clinic, for him to for them to win that game. Uh, that's honestly, that's uh, there's no other way around it in my mind. Um, so yeah, and then uh, I think that, like I said before, that they go in Boston and the Warriors into the finals, and I think the Warriors take it, and that's it. Boom. So we'll see. The Boston and the Heat series definitely seems to be more interesting, but I think after the performance last night, I don't know. I, I don't. I think that that. I think that's really the tale of how this is going to go and how this would would have been, you know, from the beginning. Um, saw a news story just before starting this. I was scrolling over on my phone and saw a news story um, on Reddit that Elon Musk exposed himself. To a flight attendant on a private plane, which I thought was hilarious because, I mean, hey, look, honestly, good for Elon. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Good for him, dude. You really, he's, I mean, come on, man. And good for that flight attendant, too. How, honestly, I mean, honestly, whether you want to see it or not, how many people are out there can say that they've seen a billionaire's dick? How many can say it? I mean, seriously, you can't because it, there's, only, there's not so many of them. There's, I mean, a hundred and something, 200 maybe in a world full of 7 billion people. So, I mean, hey, add that to the resume, bitch. He thought you were worth the risk. And it's not like he's tied down by anything. So, like, he's not cheating on his wife or whatever. Although, you know, him and that chick Grimes did have another kid. I don't know what's going on there, though. It's so weird. She, she is so weird. And uh, and uh, we're not even going to act like Elon Musk is a normal human being. So d don't act like I'm not counting him in that weirdness conversation. Like, I'm, I'm no, no way. I mean, he might not even be human. OK, let's just go ahead and get that out of the way right now. He might not even be a real human being. So. Um, yeah. So like anyway, like I was saying, good for them, man. Good for both of them. Yeah, and you know what? I uh, I hope that he comes out and makes a statement about it and was like, yeah, I showed it to her, and then we and then we uh, we fucked. You know, I hope that that's how that story goes, honestly, because you know what? I I hope he piped her down, and and I hope that she's proud of it, because again, how many people can say they fucked a billionaire? Not a lot, because there ain't that many of them. Not a lot. If every billionaire has banged more than two people number one that would be surprising and number two that would still be less than a thousand people so you know come on i think you got you're in small company right there we're talking about you know like we're talking about like the 99.99999 percentile right now you know you're you're elite you're laying skills so to speak so i don't know we'll see what happens Dude, I know I keep seeing these videos. My buddy sent me this one the other day. This guy's like in Miami and he's interviewing people. And he asked these two dudes, like, what would you say to Joe Biden if he was here with you right now? And it's like this real, like, I mean, the dude was wearing like a white V-neck, some, you know, does it look like some kind of designer jeans and cowboy boots, you know? And he, he was like, he was like, Joe Biden, you a bitch. You want me to tell you why? And he said, man, gas too high, food high. I mean, dude, I was rolling, bro. That shit was hilarious. That guy was talking. He said, Joe Biden, you a hoe. I'm going to tell you like that. I was crying, dude. The guy's accent, the way that he was saying it was killing me. He wasn't even saying gas. He was just saying gas. Gas high, food high. What did he say? He said, man, I'm, I ain't got time for all that extra ass shit. Man, I'm in Miami. I got to put $100 in a Camaro. Oh, my God, dude. I was losing it. I showed it, to, <laughs> I showed it to a guy at work. I was like, hell yeah, dude. Out there living hard in Miami. He was holding like a Gucci bag. I was like, oh, my God. This dude's out here complaining. He just bought. He just probably bought a $1,000 wallet. He's over here talking about, man, I can't put no $145 in my car. Oh, shit, dude. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Hey, man, gas is high, though, shit. It, got, it went down for a little bit. Where I'm at right now is not even the worst in the country. Here in, in my part of Kentucky, it's like 430 a gallon, you know? 
I mean, shit, dude, I was getting shitty when it was $3, like, last year. I was not excited about that. And then, I mean, it was three ninety nine out here for, like, a month. And then one day, I swear to God, I just, I was on the way home, and I look up, and I'm seeing fucking four twenty eight, four twenty nine. Like, damn, bro, you're out of your fucking mind, dude. But, like, also, what are you going to do, not get gas? That's the worst part. That's, like... You know, the government and the oil industry has, like, the world in a chokehold. Because what are we going to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, electronic cars, like, uh, electric cars, okay, yeah, sure, you could say that. But at the same time, like, okay, number one, like, those electric cars are not being made purely with electricity. And then number two, like, that electricity has to be generated somewhere, you know? Like, it's got to come from somewhere, and the entire world can't just jump ship and convert to it overnight just to shut down gas prices. That ain't going to work. People don't have that kind of money, you know? I mean, a Model 3 Tesla isn't that expensive, but it also ain't that cheap, you know? Most people, on average, don't have the cash to go out and buy one, and they don't have the credit to be able to go out and get financed well enough to be able to reasonably afford it. I mean, hell, I'm just now really in the position of my life where I can reasonably afford shit. But you know what? I, I, I used it as much as I want a newer car, especially something like that. I would rather have a, 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 a house, a different house. So that's what I'm doing. And I'm driving a beater. And you know what? I'm putting fucking four dollars and 30 cents a gallon worth of gas into my car and i'm not happy about it i'll tell you what though it's really bad on my wife so my wife drives a nissan nv i don't know if you know what that is you can google it uh but it's a basically it's a fucking tank we call it the bus so it's a 12 passenger van it's an nv 3500 sl uh is it an sl or an sv shit i can never remember that either way 2020 Nissan 3500. I can't remember what the last thing is, but it's an it's either an SL or an SV. Dude, we we did it up and put a roof rack on it, put a ladder on it. It looks cool as shit. It's a fucking tank. It sits high off the ground like, you know, like an F250 or like a Dodge 2500 or like a Chevy 2500. It sits high off the ground, like higher than a regular pickup. And um it's a four by four, all wheel, all wheel drive. Um, and it's got like big tires on it and it's gas. It's not diesel, which diesel is even fucking higher. But I think that the, I think that the diesel mileage might be better than the gas mileage. Honestly, if it had the diesel engine in it. Um, but yeah, dude, that's like a 20 gallon tank, 22 gallon tank on hers. So, like, when we have to fill that thing up, dude, it's like $100, like a, a little less than that to, to fill it up. And, I mean, right now where we live versus where she works is it's like a 35-minute drive to work for her one way. And, yeah, man, so we fill that thing up like twice a week because it's, our, it's also it's our family vehicle because it's the only thing big enough for me, her, and our four kids, you know? So, like, where if we're going somewhere, we have to take that. There is no other option. And we had talked about getting a smaller vehicle for her. 
just because she has complained lately about being tired of driving something that, that that's that size. She wanted to go to a smaller vehicle uh, just because it's easier to park and it's easier to maneuver through cities, things of that nature, which is fair. I mean, I understand that. I totally get it. Um, but, you know, it would mean that we would absolutely have to take two vehicles everywhere that we went. And so it's like at that point, okay, well, you're not saving gas anymore. If we have to take two vehicles, if we're going to go somewhere as a family and we have to take two vehicles to get there, the gas argument goes right out the window. So we're speaking specifically about it being easy to park, which is still like easy to travel, easy to maneuver and easy to park is still like a viable explanation or complaint. I totally get it. But for the cost side of it, I mean the the payment for it is not is not that great honestly if we we need we should refinance it because we could save like a couple hundred bucks i'm sure but if we refinance it and got the payment down that would also help because if we get a new vehicle like if we switched it out and we got her a different car like i said the gas argument goes out the door and then you still have the high vehicle payment or high ish you know as i mean it's like it's not terrible it's like 500 bucks you know so um, like, you know, it's, it could be better. Like I said, refinancing it. Cause we don't owe that much on it, uh, anymore because we bought it for really cheap. And then because of the chip shortage issue with automotive, um, and all the other fucking supply chain shortages, um, fucking resale value for that thing went through the roof, especially because Nissan quit making it. 2020 was the last year that they built any of them. Uh, so like model year 21, I think. And, uh, so like when we bought it, it was like, we bought it in 2021. So we bought it last May. Um, actually this Saturday will be exactly a year that we've owned it. Um, crazy to think about that, but we bought it last year. It was a 2020 model year um so it was built in 19 uh with 17,000 miles on it and we bought it for like 33 and right now <coughs> excuse me shit there's that first cough um right now older model year more mileage vehicles like same same vehicle but you know older model year and more miles are selling for like 45 and I think that we only owe like 16 on it or something, you know, we don't owe like a whole lot more. We don't owe like a whole lot on it because we did a trade in and cash down to get it. So our, we weren't really never, ever paying a whole lot. Um, but yeah, like we could flip it and we, we, we could sell it and we could make money on it and then either pocket that money or have a hell of a down payment towards another vehicle which would help the payment side, you know, again, um, like your payment might not be great for getting a brand new vehicle, but at the same time, like it wouldn't be terrible either. Like then your gas argument goes out because again, we're talking about having to have two vehicles. Even if she got a good size SUV, you know, like if she got like uh, a, what do you call it? A Tahoe or a Sequoia or, <clears throat> you know, like an Expedition or something, like a big full-size SUV, three rows, you know, whatever, 
like a, a Wagoneer or something like that. Like I think the Wagoneer L has like seven row seating or seven row. Fuck me, has uh, seven passenger seating. Uh, like it would have to be something like that though that we would have to get otherwise. And like because at that point where we stand right now, we'd be able to make it with the four kids, but she's pregnant. So that means at the end of this year, there's number five right there. So that either means that we go, we fill up, fill the whole thing up or like we give somebody a buffer and we drive separate. But for the rest of this year, basically the rest of this year, we'd be able to all ride together in it and it would be tight, but we could do it. You know what I'm saying? Fuck. I hate the idea of getting a new vehicle, though, honestly, just because, man, fucking kids trash everything, dude. I hate it, man. That's honestly, that's the number one thing that I don't like about having kids, man. The Like, all the stuff that comes with them, the inconvenience of, like, the timing, being sick, school schedules, that stuff doesn't bother me because that's just, like, if it if it wouldn't be them, it could be me or it could be her or something like that. The biggest thing that kills me is, man, like kids just don't know how to treat shit. And it's just because all my kids are toddlers. So like literally they just don't know. Like some stuff we've told them, like you got to be careful. Like, you know, like my wife's iPad, like, hey, don't fuck with this. Like this isn't yours. And for the most part, we put it away, you know. But, like, their toys and stuff, because when they're babies, everything that you get them is, like, made tough and indestructible because babies don't know. And so then they grow with that. So you have to teach them out of that. And that's a big learning curve because their whole life up to that point, which is not very long, but when it's all you know, it's all you know. But the whole thing has just been, I can do whatever the fuck that I want to this, and it's going to work. So they're just fucking brutal and hard on everything, and they destroy everything. And they're messy as hell. That really is the, that's the downside. That's the biggest negative, you know. I love everything else about, about my kids. But man, I wish they were fucking cleaner. Because I'm not the cleanest person ever. But goddamn, I ain't that messy. I mean, fuck, dude. Some of the shit that they do, the messes that they make. Oh my god, it's the worst. Like, they're just crumbs just appear. It's like... How, what? How did that even happen? And like, you know, if I'm eating like some tortilla chips or something and I drop one and step on it, you know, it, it crumbles up a little bit. Yeah. But like when they do it, it's like it just disintegrates. It turns into that dust that fucking when Thanos snapped his fingers and everybody just missed it away. It turns into fucking particles like that when they do it. And I'm like, how the fuck did you guys do this? And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a nightmare. I don't know. All right. Yeah. But anyway, um, I'm going to make this one kind of quick cause I got to get back to work. So, um, yeah, it's going to be it. Looking forward to the game tonight. Game two warriors Mavs. I look for the warriors to beat their ass again. You know, no disrespect to the Mavs because I like Luca and I like that team a lot. I like Mark Cuban, but I just don't think that they've got it. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens though. You never know. Uh, all right. Um, might be working tomorrow, might be able to shoot you guys one there as well. Um, if, uh, if I am, you know, cause there's n probably not a lot of people will be here, but we'll see what happens. So, all right, we'll catch you guys next time. Um, thanks deuces.
Oh, good afternoon, everybody. It is Monday, the, uh, I think it's the 23rd. Um, yeah, Monday the 23rd. Um, you know, so that's a pretty good time. Um, how's everybody doing? Man, you know, I am, I'm telling you, oh, hike. This is, uh, this weather right now, this weather situation is, this shit is for the birds, 100%. So on, um, on this past Saturday, it was 88 degrees, 87, 88 degrees. Today, it is 55 Dude, what? It's 55 and it's like uh, sprinkling off and on and it's windy. So this is like fall Kentucky weather right now. I mean, this is ass. Fall slash the majority of winter Kentucky weather. This sucks. This is not what I signed up for. You know what I'm saying? This was this was summertime for the rest of our lifetime where it's like I'm living and breathing that shit. And even on the cold, even on the rainy days, it's still in the high seventies and eighties. Like that's what I'm here for. I'm not here for this 55 degree stuff. This is, this is just not eating, you know, that ain't, that ain't working. So this weather needs to, to go on somewhere and it needs to get up and go in a hurry. I mean, boy, I can't stress that one enough. Um, so man, let's, uh, you know, it's, a, this is a wild, I, I tell you what, man, I thought after that last Boston game that I was going to be so confident. I thought that I was picking it so right with the Celtics dude and Miami is just shocking me. You know what I'm saying? Game one, it was Jimmy who showed up game three. It's bam. I mean, just coming out going off I mean going off what was what was that last game hang on what 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 did he have I'm pulling it up right now what did Bam have that last game Bam are you kidding me goes for 31 10 and 6 the man went off Jalen Brown with 40 points Al Horford with 14 Marcus Smart with seven assists Bam led the team in like every category. I mean, look at the, and the thing is, is like the problem, that's, that's what it was. Jason Tatum played bad. That's what the problem was. Al Horford had a good game. The man was 20 and 14. He's what exactly what you expect him to be. Marcus Smart showed up, you know, had 16 points, four bounds, seven assists. And then, you know, Jalen Brown went off, had 40 and nine. It's because Jason Tatum had a bad game. That's really, that's what their problem was. If Jason, because they only lost by six, six points. So if Jason Tatum plays better, if he, if he puts up his normal average, which I feel like as on the career, yeah, this season right now, he's averaging 26 and a half. That's the difference right there. Or 26.9 rather. That's the difference. You give him those points, then the game is at least tied and they're going to overtime. And who's to say at that point that, that Bam continues his tear. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, like, I, I did not expect that. I mean, 
it was basically all Miami wire to wire, which again, I don't have a problem with, except for the fact that I picked against them. I like this Miami team. This is, this is great. You know, I'm, I'm loving it for, for these guys right now. You know, PJ Tucker um, is playing good. I like him. Kyle Lowry, I've always liked him. Bam, of course, the Kentucky alum, I like him. Jimmy Butler, what's not to like about Jimmy Buckets, you know, even though he had a bad game yesterday or two days ago, whenever that was. Um, or they played tonight, so it's two days ago, yeah. And like I said, you, you already know I'm a big Victor Oladipo fan, Tower Hero again, the alum. You know, I like those guys. I just, you know, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the team. Uh, I, the only thing that I hate about it is, like I said, just the fact that I that I picked the wrong wrong ones, you know. So, yeah, it's uh, that's the only kind of unfortunate deal about it, really, at this point. 